I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms to see or test drive the amazing Mercedes Benz vehicles. Call our sales team or log on to Gilmore's.ie. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. The best in motoring here for you. Good morning, you're listening to LMFM Radio's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're doing well this morning. 0861800658, WhatsApp and text lines are open. Get in touch with me about anything at all. We're going to kick things off this morning with Whitesnake. Is this love? There's Whitesnake kicking us off this morning. There's certainly not an awful lot of love going around when it comes to self-love and loving our bodies, no matter what shape or size they come in. And this is going to be the main focus of topic of conversation today because Emma Thompson, who I just adore, I really love her. She was one of the big stars uh, at Berlin Film Festival and she brought all of her wit and trademark energy uh, to the festival. That was kind of you know, sort of not the same, I suppose, with restrictions and everything around COVID. So it was a bit more subdued. Um, And she has a new movie out called Good Luck to You, Leo Grande, in which she plays a retired widow who hires a sex worker who's played by a uh, newcomer, Daryl McCormick. And she spoke candidly during the festival press conference about stepping outside of her comfort zone for the role, in particularly uh, for a key scene towards the end where she stands naked in front of a mirror looking at her body. And I played a little bit of it uh, just when we were advertising the show, but here is what she said in its entirety, just to give you an idea. We're not used to seeing untreated bodies on the screen. We're only used to seeing bodies that have, you know, been trained. I can't stand in front of a mirror like that. If I stand in front of a mirror, I'm always sort of... I'll pull something in, I'll turn to the side, I'll do something. I can't just stand there. Why would I do that? It's horrifying. So, but that's the problem, isn't it? That we've been, not you, but certainly women, have been brainwashed all our lives to hate our bodies. That's... The fact that how imperfect we are and everything is wrong with us, everything is wrong, and you need to look like this. So you try, sta- you try standing in front of a mirror, take your clothes off, and don't move. Don't go, don't, just don't move. Just accept it and don't judge it. It's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. So, you know, 
I really, I, I did something I've never done as an actor. There you go. She's done something that she's never done as an actor. I don't think many of us would do that. I mean, I don't know about you, but um, I could pretty much relate to every single word she'd said. Now, I can't pinpoint exactly when sort of this idea of I can't look at myself in the mirror naked. Definitely not. I don't know when that happened, but I do recall around sort of say fifth, sixth year did start to kind of eat a little bit more, you know, exam pressure. I was studying, I was relying on chocolate, things like that. Did gain a little weight. Now, not a huge amount of weight. And I remember going for a shopping spree for my grad dress and none of the nice dresses in the shop fit. And there's nothing more soul destroying, is there, than standing in a fitting room, pouring yourself into a dress that just will not zip up. And... I know most people who have experienced this may not be with a dress, but anything. And you just want to run from the shop and dissolve into a vat of chocolate. And that's part of the problem. And that's not going to help you, is it? You know, and this is what happens. And, you know, Emma Thompson is talking about this because women are mostly bombarded with what, you know, is like airbrushed uh, with, you know, what, what could be wrong with you. Now, it does affect men as well. And I definitely want to hear from men on this. Uh, but we don't talk about, you know, this sort of stuff enough. We don't talk about, you know, this idea of, you know, standing in front of a mirror naked and accepting oneself as as you are, you know. I mean, like if I did that, I would run in horror. You know, I, I definitely wouldn't do it. I definitely would not stand in front of a mirror naked and and just look at myself. No, wouldn't happen. I want to know what you think about your body. Let's get honest about this now. I want to hear what you have to say about this. 086-1800-658. Is there any part of your body that you like? You know, tell me that as well. I want to hear from men as well on this. This is not just a, a female only conversation. I'm very conscious of that. And I want men to get involved in this as well. Do you feel the pressures that we feel as well? You know, what do you make of Emma Thompson's speech? 86 658 Christina Perry, Jar of Hearts. You're listening to LMFM Radio. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. We're talking about our bodies and there's a little bit of shyness, I think, about this, not just on WhatsApp 86 658 but just in general. And it's something that we do discuss maybe with friends and family and things like that. And, you know, I, I just I would love to be one of those people who goes, I love my body. I love everything about it. I wouldn't want to change anything. But that's not me. And I think that's not a lot of people. Um, you know, it's just... It is. I, I think it's a combination maybe of a lot of things, uh, the reasons why this happens. But I think we do have to kind of look at ourselves as well in terms of, say, you know, what messages our parents passed on to us. And ultimately, I feel like I'm repeating the cycle with my own children. Um, you know, you have maybe parents that would have went to slimming clubs and, you know, even when they, say, lost weight or whatever, still not feeling happy. And then this gets passed on and passed down. Um, somebody getting in touch at Celine on 086-1800-658. Sinead, I don't feel too bad about my body, but no, I definitely wouldn't look at myself naked. I do think diet culture, celebrity and social media are to blame for all of this. Now, I would definitely say there's an aspect of all of that uh, in it, but the this idea of 
bigger bodies, let's say, the the idea of the word fat and the negative connotations around, you know, fat people. Like, when did this start coming into our domain, into our language? Definitely not, you know, recent times. This is going on and on and on, years and years and years. And we're going to get a bit more of an insight into this with with Maria Macklin, who is going to be joining us to discuss all this. Um. This is one, and like I know this person's making a joke, but it's just very telling. Sinead, my mirror would shatter if I looked into it naked. And this is, you know, look, I'm there as well. This is kind of what I feel like as well. Like, I'll give you a little insight, right? If I happen to be, you know, say nighttime routine at home and I have one of those really long full length mirrors, which are great when you're like fully dressed and you want to check out your outfit, not so good when you're in the nip. Do you know what I mean? Every little thing's highlighted. Uh, And, you know, I'm trying to get into pyjamas. I will either run away from that mirror, open the doors of the wardrobe so I don't have to see it. You know what I mean? It, it, the body that... You know, and this is how I feel. This is me being honest. You know what I mean? And I think we need to have this conversation. We need to be honest. We need to, you know, welcome conversations around this like Emma Thompson has done because it is damn hard to stand there and look at your naked form and go, what does one say even, you know? So this is what I want to hear from you. Uh, How do you feel about your body? Honestly, you don't have to put your name attached to this at all. We want to know how you feel about your naked body. 086-1800-658, please. Um, uh, Somebody else coming in here. I think we can all relate to this, uh, you know, ourselves not fitting into sizes in the shops. It's because those sizes are not a true uh, reflection of, of real body images, real bodies at all. Exactly. That's another issue as well. But I think that is it's slowly but surely changing, isn't it? Slowly, slowly. Some retailers are cutting on to this. Also, designers in fashion runways, that kind of thing, their fashion shows, they are using this kind of real women in inverted commas to, to promote their clothes. Um, again, the, the phrase real women has a lot of problems kind of attached to it. But I understand, you know, it's people who are not just one size. There's all different shapes and sizes and body forms appearing on runways, which again, is a step in the right direction but uh, you know a lot more has to be done on this a lot more has to be done keep those messages coming in 086-1800-658 going to take a quick break and we're back with Elton John 11 to 1 on LMFM with L-M-F-M. for you few more messages coming in on 086-1800-658. I've yet to hear from the men of the North East just yet on this, hoping to get some men and your views of your own body and, you know, maybe what you made of Emma Thompson and what she was saying about the about women and hating our bodies and all of that. Get in touch with me, 086-1800-658. We'll get back to some more messages after music with Elton John. Dua Lipa. Cold, cold heart. Here's a message that stopped me in my tracks. They are coming in now. Thank you so much because I know it's not an easy topic, but you can stay anonymous on 0861800658. Sinead, as somebody who has been on every diet out there, I am somebody who has a lot of issues with my body. Always critical. Never look at myself naked. Lights off when I'm intimate with my husband. He says I'm gorgeous, but I never feel it. The lights off part has me because... 
again, I think that's a lot. That's a lot of people, isn't it? That is a lot of women doing that. Lights off. Don't look at me. And there's times and I've had these conversations with women, you know, as well, where, you know, we sort of think, God, how could he even how could he be attracted to this? You know what I mean? Oh, you know, and that's what goes through our minds. Dreadful self-talk disgraceful self-talk that we need to kind of get out of. Uh, do keep your messages coming in 86 658 Hi Sinead, I've done the dip and the nip for the Northeast Cancer Care. I've done that myself and it is a great thing to do. Nerve-wracking thing but it is a great thing to do. Makes me thankful when I see the brave ladies post-surgery being proud of their bodies. Makes me appreciate my body with its minor flaws. Yes, I totally agree with that and there's a great sense of unity with women running into the sea in the nip there really is for such a great cause. Thank you so much. Keep them coming in 86 658 We're going to be chatting to a lady who really wants to get women's confidence back particularly women who've just had a baby. Jenny McGahan is her name. She is a fitness instructor. She got in touch with us the other day. She says, I'm running a buggy boot camp in the Barbican Centre in Drogheda, but it's so much more than just an exercise class. She wants women who are, you know, on maternity leave, just had a baby, to come along, meet each other, because it can be a very isolating time after having a baby, and connect with each other and do a little bit of light exercise. And Jenny is a fantastic lady. She is very much about, you know, instilling confidence in women. So we're going to chat to Jenny just after these. 11 to one on LMFM. Life after having a baby can be tough. In between trying to look after baby, women can feel isolated, disconnected from their usual social groups and particularly so after COVID. My first guest has over six years experience in the fitness industry and as a mum herself of a four-year-old and a two-month-old, she's well aware of how isolating women can feel whilst on maternity leave and how challenging it can be to get back into a fitness regime. So she's come up with a pretty ingenious idea. It's an exercise class where mum can meet up, bring baby with them as well and connect with each other. I'm delighted to be joined by Jenny McGahan. She's hoping mums in the Drogheda area will join her buggy boot camp. How are you doing, Jenny? I'm great. Not about it. Thank you very much. You are and so welcome. I get started. I know you're chomping at the bit for this. You really are. But first of all, oh, I have yes. to say congratulations on baby number two, two months Thank old you. now. How are things going? Yes. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm absolutely blessed with how good he is. He's like sleeping through the night nearly every night already. So we're absolutely blessed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there could be some women going, oh, Jenny. Tell I know. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know, oh, you know, goodness. like we've been chatting ourselves, you know, before coming on. And I know you, yeah. like myself, found having baby the second time round, particularly after a bit of a gap, you know, you have a four year gap there with the, with the yeah. little one. It, it's a little bit harder, isn't it, the second time round? Yeah, well, because I stayed active throughout my pregnancy, they were, like, I felt like a completely different person, like my first pregnancy compared to now. Because with my first, I had a C-section. And with Sunny, I went natural, so I went myself. And it was just completely different. Like, And I'm absolutely put down to exercising and having a good mindset through it all as well. So, 
Yeah, completely yeah. different. And, and like that's, you know, women do do that. And I think it's good that women hear that actually, that you had the cesarean Absolutely. the first time round and then went yeah. naturally the, the second time round, which is interesting and, you know, brings its yeah. own sort of sets of challenges. So fair play to you. And, you know, for somebody in the fitness industry who's used to the body looking a certain way, how did you adjust then to, to the body once Sonny was born? Yeah, well, because I stayed active throughout as well, I didn't gain that much anyway. Mm. So, like, I'm blessed in that kind of way as well, where I was kind of, I went back into my old, not old body, you're always going to have the loose skin around the tummy area and all that. But I was lucky enough to get back to where I was pre-pregnancy pretty quickly. So, yeah. It was really good, that kind of way. But you are used to women, you know, in classes, you know, coming back in after, you know, having a baby, feeling like the confidence is on the floor, feeling like everybody's going to be looking at me. You're used to all all of that, aren't you? Yeah. Like, you have to start somewhere. And the main thing is that you're not rushing back into exercising either because everybody recovers differently. Like, with Riley, I didn't go back for months and with Sunny, I went back in the six weeks when the doctor gave me the go-ahead. So the main thing is you take your time, you have the rest of your life to get back into exercise. So just make sure you're ready and your body's ready as well. I think that's people really need to hear that. They really do from somebody yeah. in the fitness industry particularly. Um, but, you know, oh, for yeah. mums on maternity leave, you know, it can feel like an endless cycle of feeding, changing, attempting to do the housework, exhaustion, yeah. days melting into each other, you know, and not yeah. seeing other women in the same boat is the problem and you're hoping to, exactly. to rectify this. Isn't that right? Yeah, because especially for first-time mums, I feel like a lot of women feel like they have to be like super mum. They have to yeah. get everything done. They have to have the dinner cooked before your partner is back. You have to have the house clean, all that. But just know that we're not super mums. We all have to try to balance as best we can and that's all we can do. So give yourself a break and try to make time for yourself. Yes, so important, so important. So this is fantastic. You got in touch with us and I have to say the energy from you just even jumped out of the email when you sent it to me. But uh, you're setting up this buggy boot camp. Tell us about this. How is it going to work? I really just cannot wait. So what we're going to do is we're going to do one one hour of light exercise. Um, I kind of run away with myself sometimes, but just do what you can. (laughs) There's no pressure in keeping up with me. Um, so you're going to take your baby, you're going to take your buggy, and as long as you can lift your baby, you can take part in the exercise. Because we're going to be doing um, some exercise with baby in hand, we're going to be doing some exercises with the baby in the buggy as well, and we're going to do some on, if you have a yoga mat, just take your yoga mat, because we're going to be doing some core recovery and stuff like that um, towards the end of the class as well. So we're going to lie baby down and it'll be nice and relaxed as well. Oh, lovely. So baby's very much part yeah. of this because I know a lot yeah, of mums as well, you know, particularly in the early kind of few months as well, they're going, now what if he causes a ruckus in the class? What if the baby goes bananas? That's no, not going to no. phase you at all, Jenny. No, I'll be doing it with my son as well. So we're all going to be in the same boat. And the facilities in the Barbican Centre is great. You have a full kitchen. So if you want to take your bottles, you can heat your bottle up there. You have the changing unit and the whole lot. So if you need to excuse yourself for a minute, Go ahead, absolutely. That's great. Sign back in when you can. Like It's just about working around baby as well, absolutely. Yeah, and what I love about exactly. what you're doing with this, not one cent are you taking for yourself, Jenny. You're going no. to donate all of the proceeds to a really worthy cause. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm in a position now, being on maternity leave, that I can do something like this, thank God. And I have done previous charity events and stuff like that. Um, last year, we done a thousand push-ups in an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I love doing stuff like this. I love giving back. And why not? When you're in the position to do it, you may as well jump into it. Like, So you're going to donate the money to the Women's yeah, Refuge exactly. here. In, so just five euro donation for the class. It's all yeah. going to the Women's Refuge, which is fantastic. It really is. Um, now, there may be women listening in who are really self-conscious about getting into any sort of fitness. How would you encourage yeah. them to go along, Jenny? Just jump in. The first steps are always the hardest. So once you make those first steps, that's it. You'll be able, you'll build the confidence with me. I'll make you feel comfortable as well. And that's it. That's all I can say. Take the first steps and you'll be flying then. The rest will come really well. And it's all about women connecting with each other because, you know, as we mentioned, it can be so isolating. You can feel like you've only just got yourself and baby all day long. So this is a great opportunity for people to get together. So so it's happening the 7th of March. That's the first date uh, at 10am in the Barbican. As we said, all proceeds going to the uh, Women's Refuge in Drogheda. Jenny, it's a great idea. I wish you the very best to look with it. How can people get in touch? Do they just show up or do they uh, get in touch with you first? We actually have a WhatsApp group set up with some of the participants in already. Um, all the girls are just telling their stories and how many babies they have, all that kind of crack. So if they want to add me on Facebook, yep. uh, Jenny McGatton is my name, or Instagram, just send me along your number through there and I'll add you into the WhatsApp group. Um, just a small thing as well, I got in contact with Starbucks and they're actually offering us free filtered coffee oh. um, for the end of the class, yeah. So they're going to section off a wee area for us and we can just go there after just for a wee coffee and a chat. Fair play to Starbucks. So that's yeah. even more of an incentive. You'll get the much needed caffeine kick <laughs> after the class as well. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Jenny, thank you so, so much for joining oh, me and I've no, I've no doubt it's going to be a great success. No brother, thank you so much. Thanks a million. So you can add Jenny McGahan. She's on Facebook, she's on Instagram. We'll post a little link as well, maybe on LMFM's Facebook page later on in, in, in the day. So you can click it there. But the boot camp is on the 7th of March, the Barbican Centre um, at 10am. That's the first class. And as Jenny said, just take that first step and you'll be delighted you did. 11 to 1 on LMFM. With- have music from One Direction on the way but first it's time for this LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows whether you're extending building or replacing your windows and doors talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 77 temperatures out there around 12 to 14 degrees sunset is at 5.38pm sunrise tomorrow 7.43am on this day in 1959 John McEnroe the American tennis player was born in Germany and today is innovation day anytime a person comes up with a new idea product or service that advances modern technology and finds new ways of doing things they have been part of an innovation whether this happens at home on a local level or on an international level innovation day celebrates such accomplishments LMFM Northeast Update. LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Going to take a break for 12 News, but after that, I want to get into this. How do you feel about your body? Why do women, particularly, have so much shame tied up with their naked form? We're going to be chatting to image consultant Maria Macklin. She's a lot to say about this. I also have music from Take That in there, Bob Marley, and lots more on the way. Plus, 
a really uplifting story concerning Charlie Bird who visited Drogheda yesterday. That's all to come. 11 to 1 on LMFM. The beloved family. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Take That kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you. Just on uh, earlier, we were talking to Jenny McGahan, fantastic lady who is running the buggy boot camp for new mums. And if you would like, I have her link to her Instagram is in my stories on my Instagram at Sinead Brazel LMFM you'll find me there and you'll see the poster and Jenny's email and number and everything else is on that so if you want to grab her there you can now to a really nice story that happened and uh, people will know obviously about Charlie Bird but he was in Drogheda yesterday um, and he was there for a very special reason and my goodness me he had such a welcome from the local community and the local group Drogheda Dolls were behind this they organised a fundraiser Climb with Charlie campaign raising €1,250 as we know uh, Charlie is going to be raising money for the Irish Motor Neuron Disease Association and Pieta House. And he has been very, you know, open and honest about his own motor neuron disease diagnosis. He's going to climb Croke Patrick. If any man can do it, he can. He's going to climb Croke Patrick this spring and he visited Drogheda to thank everybody for their support. And I think he was really overwhelmed. It was such a lovely, lovely welcome that he got. He was at St. Nicholas's GFC and he said he was extremely grateful for all of the support. Uh, a poem was also presented to Charlie by local poet Anthony Hess Matthews. Drogheda is with you, Charlie. And uh, it's just lovely. And it's really, you can actually see it actually if you want to read the lovely poem. It's gorgeous. It's on lmfm.ie. You'll find it there in the news section. There was a gorgeous cake uh, made from as well. And it was just really, really lovely. So fair play to everybody that was involved. That took an awful lot of organisation and I know that it's buoyed him up hasn't it yeah to see the community behind him and I think the whole nation is behind Charlie at this stage but it's wonderful to see him you know looking so well and no matter man to take on this amazing challenge that he's going to do in in the springtime to to climb for Croke Patrick he's an amazing man he really is I mean whenever he came out initially to talk about his own diagnosis and you know, recently, I suppose, you know, we can see the, we can hear the effect as his voice is going. And for somebody that has been such a prominent broadcaster, his voice be, and his image being everywhere as part of our lives for so, so long, it must be so, so difficult. It, mean, it really must, you know, everything that he's going through. But he's amazing. He is a beacon of light for people that are going through a similar situation to him. He really is. Uh, so we wish him all the very best. And it was lovely to see that amazing welcome that he got in Drogheda yesterday. So it's a nice little story there today. Now it's time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people The thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Louise. Channing Tatum says he's excited to be back acting again after a five-year break. The actor, whose last lead in a film was in 2017, stars in and directs the movie Dog, which is out in cinemas this week. Channing says he never meant to step away from the spotlight and is looking forward to being part of Hollywood again. There wasn't any real time limit that I gave and 
time just kind of got away and then COVID and everything is just one of those things. And But I'm, I'm really, truly happy to be back and creating again and, and got the fire in me again to kind of just play and be free and just see where we go. Kanye West says he takes accountability for his actions after seemingly attacking his ex, Kim Kardashian, and her boyfriend, Pete Davidson, in several Instagram posts. The rapper's also acknowledged his use of all capital letters when posting, making it appear as if he was screaming. He says he's working on his communication. Rex Orange County has dropped a new single. It's called Amazing and it has landed ahead of the release of his next album called Who Cares, which will be out on March 11th. Don't change a thing, you are amazing. I can't believe you come and save me. You stay here, spend every day here. I don't mind. That's the buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. I want to wish a wonderful lady, Maura O'Connor from Robinstown, a very happy birthday today. Enjoy your special day that's coming in from Rose Martin Kerwin in Beliver. And we're going to play this one from Bob Marley, just for you, Maura. Just a great documentary about him on Netflix recently called Who Shot the Sheriff? And do you know what? On a Thursday from now on, starting tomorrow, I'm going to give you some really great TV recommendations on the show. And I'll be mentioning that on tomorrow's programme. But getting back to today, and we are very much talking about women and body image. And as Emma Thompson has said, women being brainwashed to hate their bodies. Messages coming in on 086-1800-658. I've been on diets all my life. I lose £30, celebrate and put £40 back on. It's been an ugly roller coaster of fat, fat, fat. But in recent couple of years, without any effort, approximately two plus stones melted away for the first time in 50 years. First time in 50 years. Let's just let that one sink in. I like my body. Just a pity I wasted so much time and money trying to accept and like my body, which really has served me so, so well for 77 years. Thank you so much, listener, for getting in touch with that message. And oh I just wish I was in that headspace I wish I was and I know that I'm wasting time I am wasting time money and everything else trying to accept and fit my body into a box that it will not fit into but this is the problem on and on it goes we're going to be chatting about this with image consultant Maria Macklin from House of Colour just after these 11 to 1 on LMFM Thank God for Emma Thompson is all I can say because at a press conference recently promoting her new film Good Luck to You, Leo Grande, she opened up about how challenging it was to do a nude scene as women are brainwashed to hate their bodies. Here's exactly what she said. Seeing untreated bodies on the screen. We're only used to seeing bodies that have, you know, been trained. I can't stand in front of a mirror like that. If I stand in front of a mirror, I'm always sort of... I'll pull something in, I'll turn to the side, I'll do something. I can't just stand there. Why would I do that? It's horrifying. So I can relate to every single word she said. I can't look at my, in myself in the mirror and I think women feel this predominantly. Men can experience shame and hate around their bodies as well and we need to discuss this. I'm delighted to be joined now by a woman whose mission it is is to make people feel confident to love themselves through her work with House of Colour. Maria Macklin is back with us. How are you doing, Maria? 
Hi, Sinead. I'm very well, thank you. Now, first of all, it was amazing to hear Emma Thompson say this uh, to the press and I was just thinking, yes, Emma, finally, you know, I'm like you. I cannot look at my naked form in, in the mirror without recoiling or covering up or sucking something in. What did you make of what she said, first of all? I loved what she said. I, th- I think it needs to be said more often and I think it's, it's actually very sad that she had to say it, you know. It's, mm. It's really quite sad. I mean, you've had children. Your body has been an amazing receptacle, whatever you want to call it. I've had four children. My body has done amazing things for me. We're both still here. We, it, it allows us to get up every day. We can eat, we can breathe, we can love, we can laugh. You know, all the fabulous things that our body does for us. And your previous uh, caller who talked about her body serving her well for 77 years, I mean, your body is the, is the one thing that you have to rely on to get you through this life. So you have to love it. You have to take care of it. You have to celebrate it. So I loved what she said. Yeah, and you know, we don't do this enough. And you are somebody who is on a mission to make people of all shapes and sizes feel and look confident, be their best selves. But you must come across this issue all the time. Like, I hate my tummy. I'm never going to look good in this. Does a lot of negative self-talk happen in these initial consultations with yourself? Every single time, mm. every single woman, women particularly, men not so much. Men have are, are better at this than we are. Every single woman will point out the one or two things that they don't like about themselves before, almost before we start any other conversation. And my mission is to al- allow them and encourage everybody to look at the 999 million things that are fabulous about yourself because there are more of those than there are of the other and we're all different. We have to be different. If we were all the same, wouldn't life be so boring? So yes. We're all different. We've got to celebrate our uniqueness. I, 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 I had a fabulous talk with the Louis girls in Dundalk a couple of years ago in their TY year. And my goodness, the difference that I made in two hours just by allowing them to understand that we're different. The standards that are set for us are, are different from decade to decade. You know, so so the the stereotype that we're trying to achieve changes. It's impossible. It's impossible to achieve that. Impossible. Yeah, and you know, as you say, like you're bringing up a lot of different points there, and it's great that you're getting out into schools. Oh my God, TY teachers hire this lady to come to your schools because it's going to be so good for 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 students. It really is. But you know, this idea of okay, it's social media, it's the diet culture, it's celebrities' fault, it's you know maybe uh, magazine images. I mean, what we'd like to put blame on things, but this idea of women feeling shame in their body, you know, loathing their body this goes way back Maria it goes back yeah we, we did some research in age you and me and so I looked back at this it, it actually really started in the early 1900s and just before just at the, the end of the 18th century and before that women's bodies were celebrated I mean mm. if you look at Raphael um, at, at paintings of voluptuous women wallowing in their in their curves and their softness you know that that was the, that was the norm so Bigger women were celebrated a lot. In the 1900s then, several things happened. Number one, the bathrooms came inside. And with that, mirrors were added. And so people started to see themselves every day. The second thing that happened was that bathroom scales were put in Mm. and weighing people were part of the trip to the the doctor. Weight became a thing that was uh, done and, and people had to conform to a weight standard. 
So that was the, the second thing. And the third thing that happened, and I think this has probably had more impact than the others, is that clothes tailoring and making of clothes was outsourced to manufacturing companies. All clothes used to be made in the house, so they yep. were made to fit you. When clothes moved out into factories, there was a standard sizing placed upon women and men so that you had to be an 8, 10, 12, 14, 16 in order for the clothes to fit you. If you weren't, you forgot to blame the clothes, you started to blame yourself. And so that had a huge impact on how women viewed themselves. And then you're right, you know, there were photographs, magazines, because Good Housekeeping is 100 years old this year. So it was launched in 1922. Pictures started to come out. And then the film industry, of course. And and the film industry brought different stereotypes, as I talked about already. So, for example, in the 1950s, the very curvy woman was the woman who was celebrated, Jane Mansfield, Marilyn Monroe, Mm -hmm. Taylor. And and they were called broads because they were broad. That's where that term came from. Oh yeah, I mean, that makes so much sense. Yes. yes. So 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 that was what was. I mean, I wouldn't have done well at all in the 1950s because <laughs> that's not my body shape. <laughs> yeah. I would have done better in the 1960s when Twiggy came in. The men, everything was very straight and very flat. The 1920s was also very straight and very flat in the flapper dress. So there were standards that are put upon us, whether it's through clothes manufacturing, through the weighing scales or through uh, fashion and, and, and the stereotype of the decade in which we happen to be. Now, and you know, you don't fit into that. <laughs> we don't. And this is the problem with this. And thank you so much for that amazing history lesson because it makes everything so, so clear. But what do you make then of the so-called, and I have a lot of problems with this term, I'm going to put it in uh, adverted commas here, the real women on catwalks that you see now where you have Valentino claiming that these are real women that are, you know, walking in his shows and whatever else. Uh, I mean, that's got a lot of connotations around it, this idea of real women. But let's just say there's more than just the standard model size from years ago where it was just very thin. What do you make of this change? I love it. I, I think it's great because you cannot be what you cannot see, number one. Mm. We have to see the role models out there. We have to stop people thinking that they need to filter themselves on social media. I never do. I never have. I don't even know how to do it. So I don't, I don't ever do that. But all of those images out on social media, which, which has then, of course, added another layer on top yep. of all of this and given an accelerated and exaggerated all of that. So people are seeing an awful lot more, an awful lot more quickly. And they're exposed to more. And the research shows that when you're looking at all of those pictures on Instagram, particularly teenage girls, that your self-esteem will go down and the more you scroll, the lower your self-esteem becomes and it can lead to anxiety, panic attacks, depression. And that is happening because I've had people in my, in my studio who, are, who work in that industry who see a prevalence of all of these things at the moment. I mean, an unprecedented amount of youngsters presenting at surgeries with yeah. panic attacks and anxiety. It's just... Oh, it's a, it's a it's a real, real problem. It really is. And like it has been, as you say, exasperated by this kind of need to be on social media all the time. Or like young people, they just they, they live on there and it is, try as we might. It's, it's difficult to pry them away from it. But, you know, another issue as well, Maria, is that this is learned behaviour. I mean, I remember my mother going to, you know, to lose weight in places, slimming clubs, that kind of thing. I mean, like thinking back to it she never had she, like my mother would never be what you would call overweight at all and then you know she goes to these classes and she still isn't feeling great 
then it trickles down to, to us, the teenager. And for shame, Maria, I'm sending my daughter the same bloody message. Yes, we are. It actually trickles down beyond teenage. It's, this this behaviour is picked up at age three to five. Wow. So if you give a group of little girls dolls and they're different sizes, the girls will always pick the skinny doll as the prettiest and the one that wow. they want to play with, even though those dolls have all got the same faces. Oh my goodness. That and is that so interesting. The language in our house and the language on TV and, and how we remark about stuff and the cynical remarks we make about things that we see. And that filters down and it's so, so strong. So the language we use is really, really, really important. Yeah, and, and you, use, you, you use some great language, can I just say, Maria? Because, you know, they we went off to do the, the, the SVP challenge in, the, in Carrick Macross and I said, oh, Maria, I'll never fit into them the size of the stomach and she says that's just clutter <laughs> which I love you have some great language around this well what I what I want <laughs> women to do is is um, enhance all of the things that are lovely about themselves and there are so many more things that are lovely than aren't lovely you know so many more so that's that's what I that's what I want to do I want ordinary women to see themselves as extraordinary women oh I love that and how can we do this you have some tips for us that you want to share well, language is the first one. Yeah. Change your language. Stop using plus size, bigger size. All of that language is negative. That language needs to change. How you speak to yourself will change how you behave within yourself. So your own language to you, plus your outward language to those around you. It's contagious. Your behavior, your feelings, all of that is contagious. So when you change it into a positive, then, then what you get back is positivity and what you're giving out is positivity. So that's number one. The second one to think about is that fit, the fit of the clothes are, is more important than the number on the label. Yes. The number on the label is a guideline. Clothes are manufactured. We're not mass produced. Clothes are mass produced. We are not. So if you don't fit into the size that, that, that they're giving you, it's not your fault. You can, you can go up a size or you can go down a size. Fit is really important. And if you need to get them altered, get the clothes altered. We cannot alter our bodies as easily as we can alter the clothes. I love that one. Lovely. The third thing is to honour your curves and your waist. If you have a defined waist, we want to see it. It will look so much better than if you hang something from your shoulders. That's the one I'm going to have so, tricky. I'm going to have difficulty with that one now, Maria. But I, I love where you're going with it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Okay. I'm putting up a post. I'm, I'm writing a post about this right now. So I have a visual that I'm going to put on Instagram tomorrow and you'll see what I mean. Okay, perfect. Okay. Softer bodies are better in softer and drapey fabrics. So this flowy, drapey softness of fabrics. If you have a very high woven fabric, it will be stiffer and more structured and it will not sit properly on a softer body shape. So ensure that the fabric is softer, flows, clings and moves in the right places. Those are the four things I want to know. I love that. I'm going to take those four from you as well because I, I, I feel I feel a post myself on LMFM's, uh, LMFM.ie coming on with this. Maria, it, it's fantastic. It's always such a pleasure talking to you. It really is. And we need more, more people. Thing, yeah. I, have a, I have an old vintage trouser suit that yes. I picked up in a vintage store a long time ago that was used on a Prada catwalk in 1992. Wow. And the trousers are so tiny. So tiny that my daughter fits into them and she's 16. She's a very small 16. So those things we see in the catalogue are not normal, ordinary, extraordinary women. 
they're not they're 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 made up. You know, so. They're made up is exactly yeah, so, it. So, so yeah. So take that stuff on board. Your role models are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Maria, really and truly, you've, you've enlightened us with all of this. I'm, I I do feel like it's going to take time, but definitely with those lovely four points you're after giving me, I'm going to work on that. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. You're very welcome, Sinead. Thanks a million. Maria Macklin there. If you want to get in touch with her, if you want to feel amazing feel confident in what you're wearing unlocking your style okay she's on social media unlocking your style that's where you'll find her uh, you'll, also you should, I follow her on Instagram we share each other's stories as well so you can see us there um, at Sinead Brazel LMFM you'll find her there as well 11 to 1 on LMFM with M- I'm getting the best message in on 086-1800-658. Sinead, I'm away to look at myself naked in the mirror after that chat with Maria. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for sending that in. That is brilliant. She is. She does. She uplifts people. She makes you think about things in a different way. And that's what she's all about. She's all about instilling confidence. Enjoy that gander now in the mirror there. I love it. Thank you so much. Getting back to the music now. Here's Stuart Agnew. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. That's Stuart Agnew and Candy Floss. I have a couple of jobs here on my job search today. The HSE are looking for a relief attendant for an if and when contract in the Loud Mead Mental Health Services. Send your CV to gary.carroll at hse.ie. Mead County Council requires an information systems analyst developer to apply, check current vacancies on Mead County Council website. Wellman International Limited are looking for process operators. That's for a six month con- uh, fixed term contract in their manufacturing facility. They are also on the lookout for a maintenance fitter. You can send your CV to Tanya Clark at wellman-intl.com Also, TrustGuard Security Group requires security uh, slash mobile patrol officers to apply contact info at trustguard.ie. Rice and Ruddy Motors requires a fully qualified motor mechanic with at least one year of experience. Application deadline is March 31st. You can send your CV to noel at riceruddy.ie. And Cooper Insulation Limited in Carlinstown Kells uh, are needing people to fill the following vacancies. Building surveyor, project manager, an office administrator and logistics manager and you can send your CV to louise at cooperinstallation.ie Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section lmfm.ie 11 to 1 on LMFM Coming up on tomorrow's show, we will be chatting to Hazel Mullins, our vet from Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navin. And we're going to be focusing on cats. So if you have any questions about your cat, any issues going on, you can get in touch with us 086-1800-658 and we can put those questions to Hazel. Now, getting back to today... And a local charity, Extern, they're called in Dundalk. They are seeking volunteers with a passion for the arts, sports, outdoor pursuits, health and well-being areas as well. They're looking for people to share their skills and deliver specialised workshops for vulnerable and marginalised children and young people in Dundalk and the surrounding areas there. So they are based in the Redeemer Family Resource Centre. They work with uh, young people aged from about 8 up to 18 and they're seeking people. So if you are somebody 
that's in the art sector working you have a passion and a talent for art maybe somebody who's sporty as well maybe you coach in your spare time uh, people who are interested in health and well-being all these areas they're looking for volunteers to deliver these workshops uh, so if you'd like to get more information on them and what they do extern.org that's where you'll find their website that is our lot on the show for today thank you so much for all of your interaction and messages on this because I know the topic today was a bit tricky and you know I'm with you on all of that and I hope you got something from Maria's wonderful chat with us earlier on um, the show will be podcast in full on lmfm.ie and I will be um, also putting up um, the chat with Maria on lmfm.ie there as well so you can check it out if you missed anything um, I'm going to leave you with Divine Comedy have a great day chat to you tomorrow 11 to 1 on LMFM Hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.